once you've decided to host an event, one of the first things you need to think about is how you're going to promote it, of course. But before you can start spreading the word about your event, you need to make sure it's recognisable, either as a standalone event with a new visual identity of its own, or as a sub-brand, if it's all going to sit under your business's main brand identity. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. The Audience Growth Podcast is all about helping you learn how to use organic marketing to grow your business. Because far too often, small business owners like you experience the downside of marketing, where you've spent a lot of money on advertising without getting the results that you wanted and expected. And it honestly doesn't need to be that way. I've grown both of my businesses to six figures and beyond without paying for ads. So every week, I bring you strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term, sometimes on solo episodes like this one, and sometimes with guest experts. Let's dive in. I'm gearing up to host something very special in 2023, and you're invited. But before that, I want to explain why hosting something like this could also work for your business, even if it's on a smaller scale. First of all, let's rewind to July 2017. That month, I hosted my very first business networking event. It was called Simply Connect. It was free and I hosted it in a small bar restaurant in Edinburgh with a good-sized balcony, which was kind of semi-private. The venue was called The Granary in Leith, if anyone remembers, or maybe you were there. And the purpose of that event was to bring together small business owners and by doing so, raise awareness of my new business. I went about promoting the event in various ways. Mostly, I used my personal network. This was a brand new business. And although I'd already been running a business in Edinburgh for five years by this point, that was a dance company, not a marketing company. So it was in a very different industry with very different ideal customers. So to promote this event, I reached out and personally invited people I'd worked with previously, friends with small businesses, connections I had made at other people's networking events, and so on. Of course, I also promoted it heavily on my new social media channels. I produced flyers. How old school, but I love a flyer for creating local awareness. That can be so, so effective. As long as you don't just print them and leave them lying around in boxes, you've got to get them out there in all of your local cafes, coffee shops, pinned up on community and supermarket notice boards, basically in every conceivable place you can think of where your target customer might also spend time. I did all of that and more. I sent emails and we were packed out. Around 50 people came along to that first event. So that balcony was jam-packed and it was a great platform from which to launch my new business. I continued running that monthly networking event every single month for three years. Some were busier, some were quieter. I invited along guest speakers. Sometimes I ran workshops myself. Right up until the pandemic hit in March 2020. In fact, it was one of the last events to go ahead before the national lockdown in the UK. I remember we were all bumping elbows on arrival in the venue instead of hugging. And I'm also keenly aware of the fact that a huge number of my current clients, members of my business Accelerator The Charge, members of Audience Growth Club, and of my free Facebook community, the Audience Growth Collective, so many of them came along to those early in-person networking events that I hosted all those years ago. So hosting in-person events can be a fantastic way to fast-track your audience growth, to build genuine relationships and loyalty, and to meet great people who you might end up spending time with years into the future, both professionally and personally. 
and have lots of fun while you're doing it. And events don't just have to be limited to networking. You might want to host either free or paid workshops. Maybe you make cakes or sweets and could host a practical workshop to help people learn how they can make your products too and learn to love you and your brand at the same time. One member of the charge is a financial planner and hosts regular workshops that help her potential clients prepare for retirement. These are such a great way of providing people with the important information they need and positioning herself as the best person to help them with their requirements. And those are online, by the way. When I had my dance company, we used to offer free taster sessions within nurseries, but also at local fairs and events targeted at families. We would have a stall at a fair, for example, but the very best way to help people get to know our unique brand of dance classes was to let them try them out for free and make sure we had all their details so that we could follow up with them and that they left with the details, usually on a flyer, of how to book a block of classes when they got home from the event. There are so many different styles of events you could host to promote your business and get to know more people as you do so, which can only be a positive thing, don't you think? Collaborating with other brands and people is also a really fun thing to do when you're thinking about what events you could create. And that's exactly what I've been doing recently in my business. So I'm going to share how I've been doing that and perhaps it will spark some ideas for how you could do this in your business. I'm collaborating with my friend and fellow marketer, Abby C of Sea Change Creative Content and my clients, Andrew and Pete, who are also content marketers and creators of marketing membership Atomic, are partnering with us to host a brand new event for small business owners in Edinburgh on Thursday the 9th of February 2023. Adventures in Marketing is going to be a voyage of epic proportion. It's a full day event that shows you the fun, adventurous and exciting side of marketing your business. Now, if you're listening and asking, does that side really exist? Then I'm answering for you. Yes, it does. I promise. And our event, Adventures in Marketing, will prove it. Listen, I know that running a business is hard enough today and you want to run it your way, don't you? Your way and not the way other people run theirs. So why would you try to market your business the same way as everybody else? If that's how you've been doing things or trying to do things up until now, then some of these are going to feel familiar. Have you been jumping from one tactic to the next? You're no stranger to thinking maybe I should ditch, insert your social media channel of choice. Maybe I should ditch that and start again on TikTok. Maybe you feel like your content creation is chaotic. It's all in your head, but where do you go to when you need to create something? Maybe you feel overwhelmed with choice. You don't know what to do next. So doing nothing makes more sense until it doesn't. Maybe you've been getting underwhelming results where nothing seems to work and you know you could try harder, but on what exactly and where to begin? Or maybe you are comparing yourself to the competition. Everyone else seems to have got this sussed. What's their secret? And have you been cursed? We're going to banish these things once and for all at our event in February. We've got some amazing speakers lined up covering some of the more credible and interesting ways you're going to want to market your business next year. Everything from not using social media at all, which might feel incredible to some of you, to SEO, search engine optimization, to really getting to grips with LinkedIn and so much more. We would absolutely love to see you there. You can grab your super early bird ticket today at adventuresinmarketing.uk and I'll put that in the show notes as well. Now, I've been thinking as we've been putting together this event, once you've decided to host an event, one of the first things you need to think about is how you're going to promote it, of course. But before you can start spreading the word about your event, you need to make sure it's recognizable, either as a standalone event with a new visual identity of its own, 
or as a sub-brand if it's all going to sit under your business's main brand identity. And this is actually the first time that I've created an event with its own standalone brand identity. And that's because Adventures in Marketing is a collaboration. We've created a brand all of its own. And to create that, we have used Adobe Creative Express. I've recently become an Adobe Express ambassador, and I've been really enjoying discovering how to use the design platform, which has replaced the online software that I was using previously. Let me rewind and explain. A good few years ago now, I can't remember when exactly, but it was at least three years ago, pre-pandemic, I discovered a piece of software called ContentCal. Now, regular listeners of the show, you will have heard me talk about ContentCal before. And I also interviewed Andy Lambert, who was one of the co-founders on episode nine of this podcast. He's a really interesting guy. Go back and have a listen to that one if you haven't already. ContentCal is now part of the Adobe family of companies, which means that you can access the amazing functionality of ContentCal and lots of the amazing design tools of Adobe for a really accessible and affordable monthly fee. In fact, you can also set up your account for free. A free account includes thousands of unique templates, design assets, Adobe fonts. So if you've ever shied away from using templates because you feel like you've seen everybody else on Instagram using the same ones, you can solve that problem now. You also get access to some royalty-free Adobe stock photos. Again, brilliant for creating promotional materials that don't look the same as everyone else's. I've lost count of the number of times I've seen a certain image of entrepreneurial women used by different businesses, and it really puts me off. You can create your designs on web and really easily on mobile too. But the biggest and best feature for me personally, as an OG ContentCal user, is the scheduling functionality. Using their scheduling tool literally removes a step in the content creation process. You no longer have to create content and map out when to share it. You can do both at the same time, then sit back and review it really, really easily. Daily, weekly, monthly, and as far in advance as you want. And you can change it as many times as you want as well. Trust me, using this tool, and I know this from personal experience, it's going to be what's going to finally help you be consistent when it comes to content creation, which is going to have a massive impact on your business. And if you do go for the paid version, which is where the scheduling tool is, it costs less than £100 a year or £10 a month. Amazing. It will literally change your business. So, We've been creating all of our event-related assets using Adobe. And if you've seen any of the content about the event, that's been scheduled and shared in there as well in Adobe Express. I know I've talked a lot in today's episode about my event and about Adobe. So I'd like to bring it back in and focus on your business before we finish up. And I'd like to set you a challenge. How could you create an event, be that large or small, that would help you grow your audience and grow your business in 2023? Perhaps that might be an online workshop. These are often called masterclasses, which I think can feel a bit intimidating. Whatever you want to call it, masterclass, workshop, whatever. It simply needs to be an hour or less, no longer, or you'll lose people's attention of you sharing freely what your potential customers need to hear from you that will help them. Some examples of workshops that I've delivered in the past are five ways to grow your audience without spending money on ads or how to create content that's not boring because I know that these are things that my audience struggle with. So I've created free workshops to show them that I can help them with that. Or you might want to host your own networking event, not actually as scary as it seems. And you don't have to make any commitment beyond that first initial event. If it goes well, you can do more. And by the way, a few recommendations when it comes to hosting events. 
Don't start too early in the day if you have parents you want to attract. Make sure your event starts after the school run ends. Likewise, don't host it at the end of the day because they'll be busy at that time as well. Don't listen to this in real time. Today is December the 2nd and decide to host your first event in December. You just won't give yourself enough time to promote it. I recommend a four-week runway always. And you'll find it harder to pull people away from their existing festive commitments at this time of year. Final quick tip, don't pay for a venue the first time you host an event. Partner up with a local bar or restaurant during their downtime, maybe a midweek morning, and bring in customers for them to sell teas, coffees, etc. to in return for using their space. Basically, this is a promotional opportunity for you. You want to keep your overheads as low as possible while also being fair and giving anyone who you partner with the opportunity to make a return their investment or the thing that they're providing, such as space. If hosting a networking event isn't for you, how about hosting a demonstration or taster session? These are just a few of the things you could do to build relationships and grow your business using events. If this type of approach to marketing appeals to you, Have a think about the top thing your potential customers need right now. Make sure it's something you would enjoy delivering and then simply start putting it together. Always remembering to allow yourself more than enough time, and it takes energy too, to promote, promote, promote so that you don't feel disappointed if not as many people turn up as you might have hoped. Remember, if that does happen, it doesn't mean your idea was bad. It probably just means you didn't tell enough people it was happening. So make sure you allow enough time. You've been listening to the Audience Growth Podcast with Nikki Hutchison. A new episode is released every Friday at 7am UK time. Make sure you've subscribed so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please do consider leaving a rating or review. They make a huge difference and I appreciate every single one. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next Friday. And don't forget to check out Adobe Creative Express. I'm going to share the link in the show notes. And why not just set up your free account to begin with and have a go? As a genuine user, I highly recommend it. I'll be back next Friday with a longer guest episode. We've shuffled our episodes around a bit. So now next week's episode is the one where I've invited a previous guest of the podcast to come back. She'll be talking about a different topic. Can you guess who it might be? Don't worry though, I haven't run out of new guests. But this particular person has been doing some really interesting things to grow her audience and her business this year. So I wanted to invite her back to share the details and give you some info. And we've already recorded that episode of the podcast. And I can tell you, you are going to take away some really great tips for growth. Until we meet again, take care. Thanks for listening and keep marketing.